It won't be long tonight, but I'm going to, why why don't you be seated? This is what I want you to do right now. I, I want you right now to just, to lift your hands to the Lord and I want you to ask God right now to just clean everything out of the passage where His Spirit and His Word will take route tonight. I've got, I've got a word to speak to the church, but you've got to receive it tonight. And you can't, be, you can't worry about what's on the schedule tomorrow or in a few minutes, but I want you to open up and let God begin right now to just take everything, every thought captive, as the Word of God says. We are, we are in a very, very, at a very, very critical stage for the church. Now, I'm not going to run the aisles tonight. I'm going to just give you what the Lord has given me and then get out of the way. But ask the Lord what He would have me to say. I've been seeking Him. I didn't know I was going to preach tonight. But I have, I believe I've heard the voice of the Lord speak to this church tonight. And I'm just going to read you. The way this works is God just begins to drop things in my spirit and I just type it out or write whatever. As it comes. And so this is how it came. You ready? Tell somebody I'm ready. I'm going to talk to you tonight about the crucible to overthrow. The crucible to overthrow. Now let me explain that to you. A crucible is a situation of severe trial or in which different elements interact leading to the creation of something new. An overthrow is a removal from power, a defeat, or downfall. You see, what we have here tonight is a power struggle. There's somebody that thinks they're in charge, and then there's somebody that knows they're in charge. Here's the word of the Lord. 
I will put my people in the crucible of spiritual warfare. Please do not take these words lightly. God is calling you to pull your families to you and pray and fast and seek Him diligently. You are about to enter into something that can't be defeated physically with guns or bombs. It will be a severe trial in which two elements, you and God, must interact to create something new. We shall see the removal from the power from power the one that believes that he is in power. For God shall not tolerate unrighteousness any longer. There is about to be a pulling down and hear me tonight when I tell you that there is going to be a choosing of sides. You're going to make up your mind who's on the Lord's side. I don't think sometimes that we really understand the urgency of the hour. But I do know this. God is going to do a quick work. The apostle said, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Ladies and gentlemen, church of the living God... Hear me when I tell you that it is battle time. It is proving time. We cannot any longer settle for just having ordinary church or a little talk with Jesus anymore. God is calling us to a higher calling in His kingdom like never before. God is trying to move the church to be shaken like never before. The scripture said, if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. Now here's the issue. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, 
who is the image of God should shine unto them. Now here is where we are. You have an obligation, a calling from God, from heaven. The only way your sons and your daughters will ever be saved is not by you coming to church. It's not by you singing in the choir. You're going to have to understand God's about to put us, not one of us, not two of us, but the body of Christ into a crucible. He's about to put us into a situation where we're not going to be able to patty cake with the devil, but we're going to have to do war on the floor. You cannot tell me that you want your family to be saved if you spend more time on your phone or your iPad or your computer or your television than you do in prayer. Come on. I'm just going to tell you, we're running out of time. This is what the Lord told me, Pastor. He said we're living in the days of Noah. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So many distractions, so many people doing their own thing, but that cannot be in the church. If we're going to have the revival that God has promised us, we must understand God's called us to do an overthrow. Watch. We're in time past. Ephesians chapter 2, if you're following. We're in time past. You walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit now worketh in the children of disobedience. Listen. The devil thinks he's in charge. Hell thinks it has power. But I sense tonight, there's a a church. You know what else a crucible is? It's a vessel that they put precious metal in to purify it. God said, I'm about to put my people into a circumstance where they're going to come out on the other side, tried, and pure gold. Come on. Oh, no. I know you didn't come on a Sunday night for the bishop to tell you God's about to put you in the fire. But I've come to tell you on Sunday night, God's about to put you in the fire. But you'll survive it. I said you'll survive it. You'll walk through on the other side and you won't be like you were when you went in. But when you come out on the other side, you're going to be pure gold and you're going to be usable of God. God's going to use you to do great and mighty things. Now let me talk to you a minute about the overthrow. Lest you think I'm out of the word. 
Second Peter chapter 2. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Did you hear that? Swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not and their damnation slumbereth not. I want you to look at somebody and tell them I won't be pushed in a corner. There is a spirit of the age, a spirit of the hour that's trying to push the voice of the church, silence the voice of the church, and push the church into some proverbial corner somewhere and to somehow make us go away. But I rise on this Sunday night to tell hell we're not going away. We're about to step on the battlefield. We're, you just think you have power, but you're about to experience a people that understands who they are and what they are, and judgment is coming to you. Judgment is coming to unrighteousness. Judgment is coming to those that choose to walk in false teaching and preaching. Spare not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. And here it is. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Watch how condemned them with an overthrow. Yeah, now, let, let, me, let me slide back up here and read you where I began. An overthrow is a removal from power, a defeat or downfall. <laughs> Making them an ensample unto those that after should live ungodly. You know what God was saying? If you do what they do, if you follow in their ways, you're going to face my power and my judgment. I know we don't like that word in the 21st century, but I'm telling you right now, the judgment of God is getting ready to come upon this world like never before. And you better pull your family and friends close to you and get in that crucible and make up your mind. Me and God are going to change this. We're going to make something new out of this. 
Watch this. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of that. I said, I'm sick of the conversation of the wicked. I'm sick of the conversation of the world. You know what I want to do? I want to hear the voice of God in a perverse generation. I want to hear God say to me like he did to Lot. Lot, you got to walk out of this city and never look back. Don't you ever look back and act like you missed what you've left. Somebody help me right now. We got to make up our mind. We got to lay down old habits. We got to lay down the things that have hindered us this far and make up our mind. We're going to get in the presence of the Lord and us and God together in the crucible are going to make this thing brand new. Deliver just lot for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under the day of judgment to be punished who's on the Lord's side you're going to be judged with the unrighteous. Watch this. Genesis chapter 6. It came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man. For that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. Hear me church family. I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, I'm coming. I'm coming quickly. And I, when I come, will look for a people that have made me their priority. I will not Receive unto myself a people that have placed me down the line in priority. But I will come after a people that have prioritized me in prayer, in fasting, in faithfulness, in worship. That's who I will seek. But hear me, 
this night. My spirit shall not always strive with man. My judgment is upon you. Come to me. Submit to me. Fight with me. And you and me together will make the world new. Come on, you got to praise him with me right now. God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was on evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth both man and beast and creeping thing and fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hear me, church family. Make no mistake, God's judgment is real. It will not be pretty. But as I said, there's a movement afoot that would seek to silence the voice of the righteous. For 100 years, he followed and did the will of God. I don't think there was ever a day, Pastor, that Noah ever said, it's not worth it. Because somewhere in his spirit, he understood this was to the saving of his family. Every busted knuckle, every bruise, every sore muscle, Every frustration because something didn't fit like it needed to fit. It never stopped him. I believe with all of my heart that there was something in the heart of that man that understood. If I don't do this, my family's going to be lost. I'd like to give you a mandate tonight. If you don't do this, your family's going to be lost. If you don't do this, your friends are not going to make it. Say, well, Pat Bishop, some of my friends have already gone on. Some of my family's already gone on. I can't help that, but I'm telling you what God is speaking in this place tonight. God is telling us that if we will join with Him in the crucible to overthrow, He will overthrow the evil in this world 
and the righteous will arise. Lift your hands to the Lord and praise Him. Verily, verily, I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For is as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For 100 years... The steady sound of hammers. For 100 years, the steady voice of righteousness. Prepare, the Lord is coming in judgment. Oh, you stupid Christians, you stupid righteous, unself-righteous people, don't you know that's never going to happen. Prepare the way of the Lord. He's coming. We're making ready. You've got to get in before it's too late. Come on, somebody. I want to show you something. While Noah was building, they came from far and wide to help him. But you want to know what happened? The government shut him down. Made him go home. Refused to let him help Noah. He ended up with just his own family doing the work. Make no mistake. There's a battle for the church. There's a battle for your soul. There's a battle for the souls of your children. There's a battle for your marriage. There's a battle. There's a battle for our city. There's a battle for this assembly. It's going on right now. But somebody's got to make up your mind. I'm going to dig in like I've never dug in before. I'm going to seek God harder than I've ever sought Him before. We will not be denied. You see, some of us have been operating under the principle that somehow we have plenty of time. That somehow we don't have to be in any hurry. We've got plenty of time. But hear your bishop tonight. 
I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't speak to you something that God would hold me accountable for if it were not so. But I'm telling you that the judgment of God is upon us. On that final day, when the last animal walked up that ramp and Noah didn't close the door, read it in your Bible. Noah didn't close the door, God closed the door. And then. There was a world full of believers. You know, that old preacher, he was right. He wasn't just rambling. He wasn't just filling a pulpit. But what he told us was true. Hear me tonight. I have a godly fear. I have a godly fear that there will be those that even in our midst will miss what God is trying to say in this place tonight. And on that day... When God shuts the door, there won't be any more prayer time. You can pray all you want to, but nobody will hear you or answer. It won't matter if you push away from the table and fast then, because the sacrifice will have nowhere to go. It won't matter if you come to the church house then. There won't be a God in the church house. Somebody tonight, you got a volunteer tonight. To get in the crucible. To overthrow hell tonight. To overthrow somebody that thinks he has power. That really has no power at all. But it must be you that decides. Stand with me. I need you to lift your hands right now because there needs to be a baptism of the fear of God that hits this sanctuary right now. There needs to be a baptism of the fear of God that causes somebody to run down that aisle tonight 
and say, you know what, God, I'm not going to put you second on the list anymore. God, I'm not going to put you somewhere down the list of priorities, but God, your kingdom is going to become first to me. Your kingdom is going to be that that it consumes my life every day of my life. God, I want to get in the crucible. I want to be in the fight. I know it may be a test. I know it may be a severe trial. But God, I'm willing to go there because I don't want my family to be lost. I don't want my friends to be lost. I don't want to be lost. Come on. Come on, His judgment. His judgment is upon us. His judgment is upon us. Why don't you be like Lot tonight? Walk out of the past and into the future. You don't have to look back tonight. You can walk into the presence of the Lord. Come on, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Are you ready? Are you sure everything's out of your life? Are you sure everything's out of your heart? If you're not tonight, I'm inviting you to step into the crucible. The crucible that will cause you to be able to overthrow the enemy. Come on, my voice won't be silenced. My family won't be hindered. We will do the will of God. No matter what it costs us, it will be worth it. It will be worth it all. church family. Ah, church. I'm telling you, everybody needs to be on your knees. If you're not comfortable with, comfortable with being around the altar, just kneel at your seat right now. It doesn't really matter where. Just turn and talk to God right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, God's wanting you to overthrow some things in your life. The pastor shared with me the Greek word for overthrow means demolition, to demolish. I'm telling you, God wants us to demolish every ungodly habit, every ungodly thought, 
every, everything that's unlike him. He wants it out of our lives because he's going to make something new out of this. We're going to see a move of God like we've never seen. But we got to get in the crucible. We got to get in the crucible. We got to be willing to go through the fight to get to the victory. Come on, church, cry out to the Lord. Cry out to the Lord, please. Please don't make this another Sunday night sermon. God's calling you to the crucible tonight. He's calling you to the crucible tonight.